Hey, it's Brennan Gennetti, host of the Music You're Missing podcast, here with an exclusive offer. I know a lot of our listeners work in the music industry or are artists themselves, so I'm happy to offer you 10% off your next campaign with Partnered Projects. Partnered Projects is hands down the best music promotion service out there, and they actually have the track record to prove it. They handle campaigns for major artists and major labels, delivering over 15 million streams for their clients every single month. Partnered Projects specializes in playlist promotion and assures no bots are involved. Head over to www.partneredprojects.com and use the code MYM10 for 10% off your next campaign and get your music heard. Are you ready for an evening of chill vibes and captivating performances? Well, then look no further than Music or Missing's Bedroom Pop Party coming to Big Night Live in Boston on June 17th. Join us as we celebrate the growing world of the bedroom pop genre with platinum-selling artist Snow, Boston Music Awards winner Mako, and bedroom pop superstars Lazy and retrograded. But it's not just about the music. A curated selection of talented art and vintage vendors will also be present showcasing their unique creations. At just $15 a ticket, this is a can't-miss event. So grab your ticket now for Music You're Missing's Bedroom Pop Party and get ready for an unforgettable evening of music and visual art. You're listening to Music You're Missing. My name is Brendan Gennetti, and today we are joined with a very special guest, Lazy, who is coming in studio in just a bit. And she's also going to be performing at our Bedroom Pop Party on June 17th at Big Night Live. I'm super excited to have her in studio, but also on the lineup because she truly exemplifies what it means to be a bedroom pop artist. She's DIY through and through. She kills it, whether it's songwriting, production, or even just creating her visuals. She is a a very self-driven artist, and I'm so excited to learn more about her, specifically because she was born and raised. Well, actually, I later found out she wasn't born in Salem. She was actually born in Canada, but she was raised here in Salem, Massachusetts, but has been able to thrive with her career, which I always find interesting because, I mean, Boston isn't necessarily the most music hub, but that doesn't mean you can't kill it. And obviously, Lazy is. So I'm excited to get her in studio. But first, if this is your first time listening to music you're missing, well, then you've obviously got to join us at our bedroom pop party on June 17th at Big Night Live. But by this point, you probably heard enough about that. So I'll just let you know that tickets are linked in the description for this episode. Um, But Music You're Missing is a podcast that interviews a bunch of really talented rising artists, specifically when they're in tour in Boston. We've interviewed, uh, honestly, a bunch of my all-time favorite artists, including Lawrence, Mark E. Basie, AOK, Matthew Coma of Winnecta Bowling League, Hoodie Allen, Sunroom, and so many more. A cool thing about us is every artist that we interview on the show gets featured on the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist. So if you head there now, you'll actually see Lazy's lovely face on the cover of the playlist. And finally, my last update would just be to keep up with Music You're Missing and all of our cool things that we do, such as throw live shows. I would recommend you follow us on Instagram at Music You're Missing. That kind of serves as our main point of contact. But that's pretty much all for me. I'm going to shut up now. And without further ado, I'm so excited to bring you Lazy on Music You're Missing. Oh, you're joined with Lazy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank that's you good. so much for coming in. I just, I just found out this is your second podcast ever. Mm-hmm. Let's chat it's about from, that. Let's chat about that? Yeah. It's a little terrifying. Okay. So here, you know what's funny is, you know, uh, this is probably like my 100th and 113th, I think. Mm-hmm. But we, we were talking about, we were both on the same podcast, Turntable Teachers, shout yes. out. So I f- I, it was my very first experience being on a podcast in person. And I was really nervous. Mm. 
So being on the other side is not as easy. No, it's not as easy because you don't know what's coming your way. So I I I feel for you. I used to host a radio show where I interviewed people like in college. So I get it because I was on the other side and I was like, this is fine. Wait, okay. (laughs) Who'd you interview? Like artists? Yeah, just like mostly like friends, bands and stuff. And I went to like Salem State. So it was just shout out. Shout out Salem State. Didn't graduate, but (laughs) (laughs) honestly, the best artists don't. That's what I've been saying. (laughs) So did you do radio for fun or like did you want to do radio to like try to boost your career? I had a hyper fixation on it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is cool. They have a radio station. I'm a commuter. Let's do like a club or something. Honestly, good for you. So like I did it and it was fun. And I was in um, journalism. So like part of that is radio, I guess, media stuff. Do you Uh, miss it? No. No? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't really. But it was fun at the time and I forget that I... That I did that. Yeah. No, I see that. I, I never did college radio. I yeah. worked in radio, but I never did college radio. And that's yeah. one of my biggest regrets. No regrets. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, you mentioned Salem. Born yes. in, not born and raised, but not raised because you were born in Canada. Mm-hmm. And you're a dual mm-hmm. citizen. I am a dual. Mm? Mm? <laughs> Someone with their passport run out, though. I actually, I just found out two weeks ago that um, it's not technically a dual citizenship. It's like oh. a green card. Okay. Oh, here. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But then, yeah, I'm a citizen of Canada. Oh no way! I thought I was a dual citizen this whole time. Wait. So so correct me if I'm wrong here. Correct me here. Correct me if I'm wrong here. But is that not something you got to keep up with? Doesn't that run out? No. No. Oh okay. No. Oh my god. Thank God. I thought you were. What do I know? (laughs) Listen, we got a show that you're on. We can't be. We can't have you get deported. All right. Uh, no, but I, obviously raised in Salem. Yeah. yeah. Salem is, I feel like Massachusetts, um, obviously has like many different smaller cities, but Salem is one that has a lot of culture for sure. Mm-hmm. Artsy, yeah. witchy. Super is, witchy. It was super witchy. Yeah. Did that have a large, uh, like did the culture of Salem, Salem have a large impact on kind of who you are as a person and artist? Um, no, I don't go outside that much. No. <laughs> It was like trying to be philosophical, like, yeah, your upbringing shaped you, but no, you're actually just... No, I just stayed in my room and made music. (laughs) Okay. What uh, what brought you to music in the first place? Um, I was a dancer, and so I did like competitive dance, and then when I was like 16, I was like, okay, I don't want to do this. Like, this isn't going to (laughs) work. Like, I'm not going to school for this. I'm not going to be a dance teacher. So then I was like, well, I've been playing the piano since I was three. Like oh, wow. my, my parents both play and my mom is a piano teacher. So I was like, why don't we, you know, try this again? So, really? yeah. So, so were, were you weren't like creating music then the whole time? Even no, though you had the talent? No, I like, I stopped around like middle school cause I was like sick of it. You know, yeah. like when your parent is the teacher, you're kind of just like, Hey, like every day, like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta practice. So I started to like kind of resent it in a way. And then my dad taught me guitar when I was like 14, but I, kind of low-key sucked so i just like never really touched it and then i had like an acoustic lying around and i had like an asmr microphone which i didn't know was an asmr (laughs) microphone at the time it was just i had it okay (laughs) and yeah so i was like in high school uh and i came home from dance class and i was like i hate this and then i was like let's just try and make a song and that's how it happened that's how it was born it was it was like that plus like i um i heard uh what's this song not Chinese New Year by sales, but off and on by mm-hmm. sales. 
I heard that and I was like, that. That? I want to do that. That's interesting. What what other artists were you listening to at that time? Um, I just like entered the like Boy Pablo. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know, like circle of musicians. <laughs> like that was literally Boy Pablo radio on Pandora. That was yeah. what I listened to. Oh, on Pandora. Yeah. Oh, gee. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I would say, similar, similarly, similarly. That, that is kind of how I entered oh, really? whatever the scene may be, like whatever you would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, it was like, I don't know if you experienced this, but like now there's so many more artists because it's so yeah. much easier. But like back in the day, it was like the boy Pablo, the ones that were kind of made, making a name yeah. for themselves, but also like weren't. They're yeah. still kind of low key. Yeah. It was like boy Pablo, um, Animals in the Attic okay. was another one that was always on there. Um, I listened to a lot of Lana Del Rey, but that's like yeah. a completely different genre. But honestly, same vibe. Like it's same. Sad. It makes me feel indie. Yeah, it's like <laughs> sad indie girl. I also did like some Shawn Mendes cover. I did a cover Ooh. of Creep by Radiohead. Why did I do that? I don't know. <laughs> but I was like. That's like a rite of passage though for like anyone like that's is. coming up in music. They've done. It's like that and like learning how to play Blackbird on the acoustic guitar, <laughs> which I did. And um, yeah, so. Wonderwall. Oh, yeah. But I, I just posted all those on SoundCloud. Like a bunch of just little demos and things that I didn't know what I even thought of it. I don't think that hard. I was just like, yeah, music. I don't know. Why not? Put it online. And then I had a different name. Like Cammy? Yeah. Oh, I did my research. <laughs> oh no. So why did we get rid of Cammy? Why 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 did she have to go? Because um I was like Hannah Montana of Salem, Massachusetts, <laughs> and nobody knew my real name. Uh uh-uh. so it was like cause Cammy sounds like it would just be my first name. Yeah. So they'd be like, What's your last name? And I'd be like it is kind of like my last it's like my first and my last name i just get really uncomfortable so <laughs> yeah i had to change it was it like c-a-m-i c-a-m-y oh c-a-m-y carissa meyer oh my dumb ass would have been like kami uh-huh. everyone <laughs> no said way that in school literally everyone well Kami? i mean hey but then you changed it yeah no and clearly you have a sick name now thanks lazy yes stem it did it, correct me if i'm wrong but it's be- Stems because, from lazy eye. Yeah, that's really that's really cool in your name. So, uh, why did we even decide to like pay homage to our lazy past eye. lazy eye? <laughs> um, because my mom used to be like, Carissa, put your glasses on because your eyes gonna like get like lazy. <laughs> and then I, I was like, I, she literally did that one day, and I was like, oh, Mom, like oh, I'm not, I don't need my glasses. So then I went in my room and I was like. ADHD brain boop. I need a new artist name. So then I was like, Lazy Eye, you know, did the yeah. whole thing, like whittled it down from Lazy Eye to like L A Y Z I. And I was like, that's the same thing. There you go. But it, it's cool. I will say though, like it was born out of humor and funniness, but it is a really great name. It thank like you. is very poetic almost. Oh, and like it, you. it kind of really goes with your sound of music. Like I, smooth, low key, yeah, chill. Kind of makes you feel lazy, but like <laughs> a lazy why. Do you get like, oh, are you lazy? Like do people, are you lazy? Yes. Or I get the thing where it's like, sounds like you do a lot. You're not that lazy. Uh, oh, brother. So what do you say? You're like, I'm ah. like, actually, I like to lie in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't leave the house. I start work at like eleven, like so that I can sleep in. Oh, work! So you're you're a personal trainer. I am. I lift things up and I put them down. It's flexible work schedule. Like, are you able to do the whole artist thing? While I mean, also yeah. Being a trainer. Mm-hmm. That's sick. I basically just work really long days or not at all, and that's fine. 
that works for me. I, I certainly need help in that department. I've got to let myself go a little bit. <laughs> if you want a program, <laughs> let me know. All right, just give let me, me like, the family friends discount. I, or you something. can. I'll just do it. All right. <laughs> Wait, I have mean, that like, on recording. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, if anyone else wants a program, it's forty five. Yeah, honestly, plug it. Yeah, plug it. There you go. Um, no, that's really cool. Like, so uh, something that I I think I've I've learned is I love having an outlet that is completely fucking unrelated to mm-hmm. my dreams and my goals. Not, I mean, that could be a goal and dream of yours too. But in terms of like the music world, yeah. I I like I said, I'm going to tech conference. I do tech. Right. I fucking love going up, tech showing things. up, having nothing to do with music. If some if I have a creative idea and I get shut down, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah I, don't, like, I don't care. Cool. Yeah, whatever. That's but fine. if like you touch this, you'd be like, no. We get defensive. Don't touch my baby. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't dare. But it must be nice for you mm-hmm. to like be able to have something kind of unrelated, so you you can yeah, it's not like blend the two. It feels like two completely different worlds. And, and I, I feel like I'm putting words in your mouth. Is it nice or like? I was like, like, no, it actually sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, it is really nice. I only really started like personal training two years ago, mm-hmm. um, and at the same time was getting back into the gym. After the COVID hiatus. Oh, true. You know what I mean? Like, everyone had that. So it makes me like, oh, don't even. (laughs) Music. Don't don't even bring up the Chloe thing. Um, I did do that, though. Same. But yeah, from like being a dance teacher, I knew I liked to teach. Uh, So I was like, that's similar. And like, I've always been into like health and fitness and stuff. But I honestly like wasn't like weightlifting until I started personal training. So like, now I'm in love with it. Now That's it's cool. like my whole like little second life. It's That's like really during the day, I'm just like powerlifting and showing other people how to work out. <laughs> and it's fun. That seems like such a productive use of time too. Like, yeah, I never get bored. Yeah, like that's good for work. the that's good for the ADHD. That's what I was gonna say. Like I some of my coworkers will be like, dude, how do you work twelve hours like almost completely straight through and not be like dead at the end? And I'm like, I don't know. It's it's like every thirty minutes there's something new happening. You have to make sure that this person's not dropping weights on their head. Yeah, okay. I've also been saying a lot lately to my friends. I miss my first job where I was a grocery store guy. It mm-hmm. wasn't at like a stop and job. It was it, I probably wouldn't have liked that. Mm. It was I had to, like, it was a super old fashioned. No, no, certainly not. <laughs> this place was kind of gnarly. Uh, it, but it was like old fashioned. I, there was no, there was like no technology. I had to remember everything. Mm-hmm. So it was like really fun. You had to do something always. Oh my gosh. Whereas now I'm like in front of a computer and I'm like, you know, sometimes I get bored and I need like fidget toys. Oh, yeah. You got fidgets? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite? Well, like, do you know the spin boy? The spin boy. The, like thing the that fidget spinner? Yeah, the fidget spinner. Oh, yeah, of course. I have, so. <laughs> Not to brag, but I have one that also has like the popping bubbles on the side. So it really got, it's a two, it's a two in one. When I was a kid, I had like the slime stuff that had like beads in it. Oh yeah. yeah and I would yeah. just like sit and just, just search for the beads, pull them the out, beads. pull them out, start, be, start eating them. I, be- <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of things as a kid. I shouldn't have. I didn't. No? Did, you eat, did you eat like, what did you eat? <laughs> uh, I remember very vividly one of the things my dad Probably, probably the only time my dad ever yelled at me is when he saw me put a bunch of pennies in my mouth. I think that's like because you have a deficiency. <laughs> I, my body was craving it. My body's like, I need iron. Yeah, I, I was going to say the iron. I used to suck on pennies. It was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow. <laughs> lazy. Yep. So, <laughs> hi, you're in studio, obviously. Hi. But m- more importantly than you being in studio, you are joining us at our bedroom pop party on mm-hmm. June 17th at Big Night Live, our second Kind of third, if you count the one I did illegally in my friend's backyard. Our second show ever. 
mm-hmm. at Big Night Live. How are you feeling? Are you excited for the show? I'm so excited. <laughs> Literally so excited. We're all excited. I know. It, it. I think it is going to be super fun. Yeah. Um. And ha- have you ever played Big Night Live? Uh, no. Is that yeah? Because it is it. It's a large stage. It's massive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like it's. I think the biggest place I've played. Like cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm excited to hear that. Um, it's a, like it's still going to be an, an intimate experience for sure, but the stage and the venue is large, and yeah. and we're doing everything large, such that's as cool. the billboard with your name on it. That was that cool. I was like, wow, that's you insane. You got to get a photo with it. it it's in rotation, so you, you got to wait a little bit. But it'll I'll be just there. stand there. I'll go on a day where it's not raining. No, oh, no, I did that. So I went, and it was during uh, there was a press conference mm-hmm. for something related to some illness. And I was like, this is tough, but I'm going to have to stand here and wait during this press conference and get my photo oh taken. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, I really did. Um, but anyhow, obviously, Better Than Pop Party. Uh, one of the reasons, because I, I am the one who like chose the lineup. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I was so stoked to find you. I really had no clue that you were from Boston because I had heard some of your tracks before. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when I was putting it together, I was really happy that you said yes, because I didn't know you, and <laughs> you certainly didn't know me. Yeah. Um, but I really do think you kind of exemplify that the bedroom pop genre. You literally said you're making music with your ASMR mic. In your yep. house. Um, would you also consider your music like bedroom pop? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not even just because I make it in my bedroom, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it just, like, makes sense. Or, like... The lo-fi pop mm-hmm. thing. It all kind of just fits in That's one category. A question I've been getting a lot. Like yeah. People are like, what, what even is? Because a lot of my friends, not even a lot of them, literally all of my friends, except for that guy over there, mm-hmm. is, don't work in music or understand music at all. So a lot of them are like, what, what is this bedroom pop? No, I feel like a lot of people say that. Yeah. Like, I'll have clients and they're like, what kind of music do you make? And I'm like, if I say bedroom pop, they're like. Is that sexy? Yeah, literally, <laughs> they're like. R&B music? Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm like, but if I say lo-fi pop, it, they kind of get yeah. it. Or, like, indie pop, I mm-hmm. guess. But, like, I think lo-fi pop makes more sense for me. Yeah. Because, yeah. So, like, how do you describe, I guess, not just your music, but, like, the genre? I think it's a mix of, like, a lot of different genres. Um, it's, like, a lot of, like, rock, like, surf rock influences, I feel like, come in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, like what else would be just like there can be i don't know it's like ranges it's hard to encapsulate all of it yeah but i always just think of like wiggly guitar sounds <laughs> and like a lot of reverb so sometimes it's like shoegaze yeah like there's some shoegaze in there um i guess like I I, well no i think so. that's a, a good way to put it is like yeah. there's so much that it could fall under but i yeah. also think a huge component of it is like the, the diy production? would you say you're like a diy artist yeah do you pr- you produce as well mm-hmm. damn yeah so one thing i notice too mm. especially when making this show is there's not a lot of females in the in the, in the genre are, are there not i guess not at least the one like i i searched high and low well, there's, <laughs> with those claro She's yeah. She's like you know when I was starting. What was the, was that song that was really popular? Pretty girl. Mm. That song was like I think just came out. So here's well, do you call her bedroom pop still? Not even anymore. She, exa- okay. Yeah. Okay. So your point? <laughs> no, I, I no, not even <laughs> no, that. I'm point, genuinely though. curious. Like, do you? Because I feel like can someone hey, you know have hit songs and then also be bedroom pop? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm not in control. Um, 
Yes. They can. I think. This might be a hot take. I don't know. But <laughs> you know that new Harry Styles song that's uh, the... It's giving bedroom pop. It is giving bedroom pop. Well, that's... So, okay. I think that is kind of why I started or wanted to make this show is because the sounds that really got me into music, like seriously, mm-hmm. into like pursue a career were like the OG bedroom pop, like when yeah. Spotify was really kind of new and pe- that's how people were finding music. Mm-hmm. But now that sound has become not ex- like, I guess accessible. So now a lot of mainstream artists are adapting it and then yeah. it almost kind of takes away a little bit from the specialness of the bedroom pop. I don't know. Not this, not a takes away, bit. but it just more so it needs a celebration. Do you ever like, <laughs> struggle or like have challenges that are are specific to you because you obviously do have to like do most of it yourself yes um a lot of those come from production really (laughs) yeah just not i didn't know what i was doing at the beginning like at all um and i feel like i've really only learned through like trial and error Mm -hmm. um and i also feel like i fell into the genre because i was like well i can make it sound lo-fi and it'll sound better so Mm -hmm. It's like almost less work or like less like having to um, know what I'm doing. Yeah. And just being like, okay, it sounds good. It might be crunchy, but like. But it, like it's okay. But like it works. I like that. So that's, I like, that's true. Yeah. That was like a weakness, but I was kind of like, let's at least try and make it not a weakness. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a super valid point. The, yeah. What? Well, and I feel like production is something that like you're continue, you're continuing. Oh my gosh. You're continuously, continuously learning too. Yeah. Like even like the pros. I feel like yeah. there's so many op there's so many notes, so many options. Yeah. And I feel like now it's like I kind of know like I, I could produce a song mm-hmm. for someone else and be, and feel like content with it and I could and I work really fast. But then I try to like explain it to someone and I'm like, mm, that doesn't yeah. make I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. It just sounds good. That's Makes my brain go burr. <laughs> Makes my ring over. That's the that's the definition. Yeah. Um, I saw in your TikTok, kind of kind of going off production, that your lyrics aren't necessarily like one hundred percent of a story, and sometimes they're like multiple. Can you explain that? Um. Yeah. It's kind of just like well, my brain can't think about one thing for that long, so Mm -hmm. I'll be like thirty minutes into writing, and I'm like, I'm thinking about something completely different than what I started on. Um. I feel like. It's yeah. more based off of me being a little Delulu, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like thinking like, oh, this could happen or having like, there's been times where it's like a gut feeling about something that is going to happen. So it's like, might as well write about it now. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I've done. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'll just like, I find like a lot of my lyrics maybe can be vague. <laughs> so like they will just bleed over into like multiple situations. Okay. So that's part of it. But like, there's certain songs too where I could go line by line and be like, this is about this person or this is about this situation or this is about this feeling. But none of them are like the same thing, like the same moment. Yeah. The same, the same situation. So since you do it all, mm-hmm. do, you, are, do you find yourself like always in that headspace of wanting to write or do you kind of like save it for like, you know, you're like, mm, that's a next week project. I kind of save it. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's what I would do as well. Mm -hmm. But again, like I I typically talk to people who are like, I write about everything always in my head. Poems. I feel like that's that's the majority of the artists I speak to. Really? Yeah. So, but I feel like I would do the same thing because sometimes you got to focus on one thing at a time. I can't. (laughs) I think we're the same person. (laughs) 
I literally can't do that. So, like, are you in a writing mode right now? No. No. I, I'm, I'm almost never in a writing mode. <laughs> no way. Like, it's really hard to, like, pin it down. Interesting. Yeah, because that's why I hate going to, like, a studio. Honestly, like, swear to God. So is it, like, spontaneous, or are you like, all right, tonight's the night I'm going to light a candle, I'm going to get the incense um, burning? It's, like, kind of spot. Well, I'll expend every minute that I have at home not doing something else. Like, I'm, like, at the computer. Mm-hmm. So I'll, like, go home from work if I have a long enough break and be like, okay, sit down and write. Or, okay. like, at night I'll try and plan it. But I swear, like, every time I try and plan, okay, I'm going to take Sunday and I'm going to write, I'll just... I, it's, it just might not happen mm-hmm. or I'll sit down and sit like, like all day and like nothing good comes out of that. But something good could come out of like 2am on a Thursday. <laughs> I, I always hate picking favorites, but I think one of my favorite songs by you is if you want me to, mm. I would love to kind of hear about Ooh. that one. I would kind of love to hear about the lyrics mm-hmm. for that one. Okay. I'm singing them in my head. I'm genius it right now. Um, okay. I, there was def- there was more of a story behind that one, so I'm trying to. I'm it, glad that was a while ago. Now that I think about it, well, that one was kind of just basically me being like, I love this person, or I don't know if I like saying the L word. I really mm. in like like this person or whatever, and I would be there if even though they treat me bad, I would come back around. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like what it was about. Like, I'll always be there if, if they, if, like, if knock on my door and they're like, hey, actually, I love you. I'd be like, oh, my God, I love you, too. That's a really <laughs> real take. Yeah. And, and I appreciate that. It bleeds over into my life because the person I wrote about at the time is no longer relevant in mm-hmm. my life at all. I've not heard from them in basically years. <laughs> but, like, I feel like that is a constant, like, theme mm-hmm. in my relationships anyway. So, like, that song, that song, song, that song. <laughs> Is still applicable to me, like, now. Probably forever. So if that person hit you up, you'd be, like, worth a shot. I'd be like, sure. Okay. I like that. I feel the same way. There there are... I've... There are maybe... Maybe two ladies in my life. I was gonna say that it's, like, (laughs) might not be one... Or it would warrant like a conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're I like because it's like I don't care. If you yeah, it's like to. things happen. Maybe you want like, me to. Pretty much. <laughs> I it's, like that. Maybe it's like being like a little bit of like a people pleaser. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So I think it's more so for me. You think it's for you're you're pleasing them. Oh yeah, like more oh. of being like, like if you want me to be like around, like I will be. Oh, interesting. Like my- at the drop of a hat, because I will not think about my own wants or needs and just be there for you because. Uh, it's like I don't know. It's like it's so deep about like relationships. Okay, no, yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah. So I was thinking more like, yeah, like things can fade, and like I'm done. I'm fully happy to say like I'm done. But mm. if you were to be like, hey, like what are you doing tonight? Even though I'm over it, I'd be like, <laughs> let's get like, drunk. Let's see. <laughs> let's do something silly. Tonight. Let's do a little silly goofy yeah. thing. Um, but no, in terms of that, like if they were like. Honestly, I actually think if they were like, hey, I don't feel whatever, I'd probably be like, mm, probably more inclined to to, <laughs> to ghost them in that moment. Because like, I guess I'm not necessarily there. I'm a, okay. All right. I'm, oh. Now I'm having therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, this is just turning into therapy. This Whenever crazy. there are days where like I'll do this podcast and it'll be a, a therapy day. And like, I'm, I don't know if you're a therapy. I, okay. I am a therapist. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me chatty. 
Like, oh, really? And then also if I go out after doing podcasts, I'm too chatty. My brain turns off at the 45-minute mark of therapy. It's like it knows. <laughs> it's literally just like, and scene. This is your therapist now? Oh, yeah. I've told him. I'd be like, dude, it's done. It's, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I have to, my therapist, this is like a, a unique case for me, but sometimes she likes to go overtime. I'm like, no, I actually have my schedule here. I've heard that. Yeah. That's interesting. Really good therapy session. Very interesting. But that's interesting that we kind of like took the meaning of the song a little bit different. I, I that's I also because he wrote it, right? But also I, f- I think that's cool. Definitely, I think. Yeah. I don't I, know. Oh, that's also why it's one of my favorite things to do to like go over lyrics with the artist because mm-hmm. I, well, also I forget who said it. But one of the artists that we've had on the show said like once you put the song in, into the world, it's no longer yours. Mm-hmm. And that's really weird to think about because it is true. Like. What if everyone, you know, took that song or not maybe that song, but a song completely differently than it was intended. And that happens at whether it's like advertising yeah. or like marketing or whatever. Sometimes people perceive things, something so different than the team thought mm-hmm. originally. It's yeah. just interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I guess I don't really like push the meanings of the songs like mm-hmm. that hard because it is just kind of open, open, I can't speak, open to interpretation from whoever's listening. But it has like a vague story or like something like relatable and it's a vibe and it's a vibe i don't really think too hard about what the words are yeah or what they mean and and then i'll hear people like analyzing them or asking for the lyrics i'm like dude you don't i mean you don't want the lyrics they're not that interesting (laughs) 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 that's funny um so obviously bedroom pop party coming up i want to know what we can expect from your set but first Mm. what's like your experience like playing live i saw that you've done a tour before i have i mean i don't remember multiple yeah just one tell me about that was it nationwide it was was lit it was uh just to texas like up new york down to texas for south by and then like back up you played south by i did no shit how was that easy insane like i loved it yeah time of my life Want to go back every year? What was that? That was probably the like, the main the event, largest thing yeah. ever done. Oh so yeah. Did you find to connect with a lot of new people there? Yeah, definitely. But also, just like I saw so many bands, like mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was walking into. I thought it was kind of like it was, I don't know. I thought it was just like a Coachella type of thing where it's like a few days and like everyone's playing music on the same like few stages. Yeah. But it was like the whole city of yeah. Austin is just shows and there's unofficial shows and there's official shows and everywhere you turn there's music which is weird because there's also like tech yes it's like a weird Prior. intersection of did you go so <laughs> and I broke my foot this year but I, oh my god it was on the it was on the list uh, but it is a weird it's a not weird I don't know it's not it's a good weird it's a really interesting thing um mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm excited to head there cool. how does something like that happen for you like did you did they reach out to you my manager did that he emailed to submitted myself i owe my life to him (laughs) snow who is on the lineup also he was there as well oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it was cool it was awesome um so then the rest of the tour did you guys do like a van we did a van yeah it was van life (laughs) it was insane i loved it honestly like by the end i was like okay i could use my own shower I could use some sleep. I could use like the sleep and whatever. And like, it's insane what hotel water does to your skin. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Eating peanut butter and like, like jelly sandwiches, like every day, like it's a vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. And I, I loved it. I, I want to do it again. 
I, tomorrow. I'm, I'm sure you certainly will yeah. sometime soon. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see what that would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, not to make this about me again, but here's a hack for traveling. I feel like I, I travel a lot, uh, mostly for fun, but, and, and usually when I travel for fun, I'm traveling alone. So I'm trying to keep mm-hmm. it on budget. And my go-to meal, it's actually kind of embarrassing to admit, but it's like you did it once and now I have to do it again. Okay. It's a blueberry bagel with cream cheese Ooh. and then like breakfast ham. The ham is weird. I don't the think ham, I'm going to try no, that. No, the ham is weird. But yeah, I the ham it. is weird. And I always wrap it in the hotel paper towels. Maybe that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but like next time, give it a whirl. It might save you I from like peanut butter and jelly if you want to like mix it up a Maybe. little bit. You know what? I was like eating like every single day like that we were away. Literally, I would door dash it. I would go out to get it like halal food. Like they would always have halal trucks like literally every like Like halal is like It's like chicken. Yeah, like falafel or chicken, rice. What is the the white sauce stuff? It's like halal guys like they have in Cambridge. Have you ever had that? I'm an East Boston guy. Dude. I'm super, honestly, the food I eat is super, like, there's a ton of Mexican food, Colombian mm-hmm. food. Yeah, I think I had halal, like, 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 literally half of the days or more. That's kind of cool. It was like, I was the only one. But now do you feel like when you go on tour again, you have to eat a lot of halal food? Probably. I think it's like a safe food for me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about the bagel. Yeah. You gotta try the bagel, cream cheese, and I ham. Like it makes mu- me feel safe. I thought safe. you said it was a muffin. Oh, no. Oh, my God. If I said that, I'm so sorry. Wait, that makes it know. sound weird. I swear weird. I heard muffin, and I okay. was like, no. That oh, my is God. No, that is, that is criminal. No, it's a blueberry bagel, cream cheese, and ham. It's that still sounds better than a gross, blueberry muffin. But I'm just saying, give it a whirl. I could give that a little. It's safety. A little I feel safe because I'm like, oh, I had this in this place. I was safe then. Yeah. I'll have it in this place. No, I'm I safe have like now. safe foods. I'm like, I eat chicken and rice every day. I can't meal prep, but I can get halal. <laughs> I like that. Well, I'm, yeah. I, when is your next tour? When are you going on tour again? Because because we got this June seventeenth. What other do you have? Any other shows in the queue? We're working. Yeah. On solidifying some stuff, and we're we are working on like a short like northeast headline i don't know about that okay i don't know if that's what because i was headlining some of the shows like on the way around for this tour interesting yeah how was that like what did you i I, we can cut this i'm just genuinely asking like where did did you find people were showing up for you yeah in like completely different cities yeah like honestly there were some times where like i'd be playing the show whatever it was there was like one that was like honestly it was me and another band it was just two of us and there was people there. They came up to me after, and I genuinely was like, "Oh, are you friends with the other band?" <laughs> like I was like, "Oh, why? Like, why are you here?" And they're like, "You," <laughs> and I, like for you. And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "We drove an hour, like no for you." Shit. And I was like, "What? What's my life? Like that shit happens." And I was like, yeah. "I was like, what is going on? I don't know." <laughs> I actually lost my voice the first day of tour. Oh shit! Like completely gone. Never lost it in my life before that. Did day. it mess up your Couldn't show? Sing. I still played, but it was in New York uh, for like a, a festival that we did like prior to South by, mm-hmm. and the first out of the two shows, just gone. We were driving, and I was like, I like talking like like that. <laughs> I was like, guys, did you do throat coat tea? I did the throat coat tea. Mm-hmm. I did the the lozenges, like everything, and I was like texting my dad because he used to be in bands and he would scream. So he he was like, yeah, just do this and that and you'll be okay. And I was like, I don't know. It was completely gone. I got to the venue. I talked to the sound guy and I, he was like, oh, honey, 
I'll bury your voice. Don't worry. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> well, crazy. I'm glad it worked out. It worked. Stock up on that uh, throat coat tea. Mm-hmm. You'll be fresh to death for Ooh, June yeah. 17th. Ooh, uh, yeah. Question for you. What can the people expect on June 17th at Bedroom Pop Party from Lazy? It's different than the recorded stuff. It's not oh. as lo-fi pop. It's more indie rock. Ooh, I like that. Someone the other day did tell me they they really liked the like the iterations of my songs live because they're more shoegazy. So right, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Maybe that's indicative of uh, some new Sonics for you coming soon. It, is oh it is mm-hmm. all right so yes. well, now this is the time where i say let's spill what do we got in the what do we got in the works um a lot of things because i like to start everything at once yes um but there's a lot of stuff going on in my head but also a lot of stuff going on <laughs> on my computer and um i have a song that i'm working on that'll be released sometime in the next like month or so okay um which is still in the same vein as most of it. it's like electronic like lo-fi pop music um i'm working on an album that is still along the vi- like the vibes of that but also an album that is completely different like indie rock uh shoegaze mm-hmm. band vibes full band okay so yeah and that's that would be on. the debut We'll see how many songs I can get to finish for the first album. <laughs> okay. But the possible debut album could be like very different sound. Got you. Got so, you. Yeah. All right. Well, Lazy, I'm <laughs> going to wrap this up how I wrap up every every interview here. Okay. What are some goals you have both personally and professionally in like the near future? Thinking. This is the one that's gonna stump me. Please take your time. I, I'm. Um, let me think if I have any goals. I'm take it. Oh, I'm sip. trying. To, I'm gonna get my sailing license. That's one. Did it at a horrible time, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna okay. Get it. Personal goal. Powerlifting competition. Oh, nice. Yes. Are and you? I want to. I want to. I want. I want to do well too. Do you think you're close to like being able to do it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm at a good level. Okay. I'm not comp ready by any means, but I'm, I'm mentally, we're there. I we think just, that's... It just takes the time. It's going to train to do it, obviously, but we're, we've started. Okay. We, me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, I've started, so I want that to happen personally, personal, personal okay. life. That's going to happen at some point. So there's that for the professional... I guess a, a attainable professional goal. Well, you know I like me. to. I don't know. I I really want to go on a like a either a co-headlining tour or like a support tour for like a band that I look I up. I really want to tour manage, so you know that's I mean? my personal mm. can link up. Uh, yeah, Talk I think honestly, manager. a co-headlining tour or even an opening act or whatever headlining. Mm-hmm. All of them are great. They're so different. And any sort of like just like long east to west coast tour, yeah. like something like that. Like I could see really you bad. getting a good slot on like a, as an opening slot. Because have you done an opening? Like, You've not done. No, an I haven't tour. done anything like that. No. Um, I also really want to play like not Coachella, but like <laughs> something, <laughs> something, something like that. Like, like I don't know, something Lollapalooza. Whoa, that's a good one. That'd be crazy. 
All right. Well, <laughs> I feel like all this is going to come true. Oh, manifest. <laughs> manifest. <laughs> That's really a word that gets brought up every episode, huh? Do you manifest? Uh, yeah. Kind of. How so? Give me some tips. I've tried it once, and I guess it kind of works. Just like visualization. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, you like visualize uh, the things okay. happening. All right, I'm gonna mm-hmm. try that. We're gonna okay. visualize for the bedroom pop party. It's gonna be lit as fuck. How lit it's going to be. It I'm gonna, it, it will, it's genuinely gonna be so creative. I want it to be weird as all hell, but in the best way possible. Okay. I got some weird, weird, uh, like there's gonna be balloons and mm-hmm. glow sticks mm. and a lot of cool art. Mm. Um, so I'm excited for that. That's cool. And hopefully it'll be fun for you too. It will be fun <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> All right. Well, Lacey, it was a pleasure chat chatting yes. with you. Um, I feel like we're one and the same. We are. ADHD twins. <laughs> ADHD twins. And I'll see you uh, on June 17th at Big Night Live. Yes. Thank you. Peace out. <laughs>